0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Who Puts, where we talk about basketball and wrestling unscripted and uncensored. My name is Jarrell Thomas. My name is Jonathan Brown. And I'm Damon Craven. And y'all, here, here it is, the, the big episode that y'all have been waiting for, the 1K celebration. Um, Again, thank y'all for tapping in, man. Like, I really like, did not think this fucking podcast was going to get even close to 50, like, deadass, because I'm like, basketball and wrestling don't go together but somehow you know we all made it work um you know shout out to Jalen you know he's been doing his thing so he's been busy but shout out to him you know he's out here but you know the goal is the goal is 10k by December but we going we gonna get there for sure but before we actually get into what you guys submitted into us this is this is gonna be like the least structured episode y'all get from us but we have to talk about all out and I'm not gonna go through the whole show because that'll take forever. But um, John, I'm gonna ask you first: What did you think about All Out on Sunday? All Out,
1: uh, man. What I thought about it was it was a great event. Great to see CM Punk come back. I understand it wasn't a, you know that great of a match, but CM Punk has wrestled in 70 years, so it was it was that was good. Um, it was good to see, you know, most of our predictions come correct with uh, the Ruby Soho Battle Royale, uh, her winning that. And um Brian Danielson and Adam Cole debuting in AEW in the same segment. That's, that's wild. That's wild. And um yeah, it was a great event. That event really showed that yeah, AEW is not playing around they are not playing around but it also has some concerns it also has some concerns because people have brought up that it's becoming like tna when they had all the wwe superstars going over there like around 2010 2011 so i understand the concerns right there but AEW is legit
0: oh that's a that's a hot take that's a hot take um Oh uh, boy. Cause they, one, one of the topics we got submitted is kind of related to that. So I'm going to talk about that later, but mm-hmm. how I felt the ball all out, man. Um, that is by far the best AEW pay-per-view of all time. And that, that says, it says, doesn't say much, but it says a lot because they put on a lot of great shows, but that was like, I don't want to say that's the peak, but that's basically how you do a damn near perfect show. Like, you know, I've seen the complaints about CM Punk's match. Let me let me just explain this to you. Like, I'm not saying this out of bias, but I'm just dead ass. If this man has not wrestled in seven years, what the fuck did y'all think was going to happen? Did y'all want him to do a fucking corkscrew, tope, suicida into the fucking crowd or something? Because that that that's how y'all sound. I, it was great for... A first match back, like it wasn't perfect. Like y'all was expecting a five star classic or some shit, and that just wasn't gonna happen. But it was still a good match. I give it like a three, three and three and three quarters, you know, something like. But you y'all, y'all know ratings don't matter. Um, it just blows me that I damn near predicted the whole fucking card, like. You know, certain things didn't necessarily happen the exact way I wanted it to go, but I damn near predicted the whole fucking card. The only match that I didn't predict right was the Battle Royal because I wanted Jade to win, but I'm fine with Ruby winning. I, I love Ruby. Um, Adam Cole and fucking Brian Danielson in the same night. I I didn't believe it was going to happen, and I'm just like, bro, like this is the night to do it, and they actually fucking pulled it off. So, I, I'm just overjoyed, man, like, this this is a great year to be a wrestling fan, like, dead ass. like, you know, we we talk about basketball so much, and, you know, it's like, the wrestling, it's like, we talk about the wrestling a lot, and then people just kind of like, oh, well, y'all y'all still watch wrestling? Like, I remember all these years, I'm like, oh, well, you still watch wrestling? It's clearly fake. But these be the same motherfuckers that to watch Grace Anatomy at least six times a month. But I'ma just I'ma just leave that there. But I'm mean, shit, man. Is that shit was that that night was fucking crazy, man. Like I like I, I wanna go crazy, you know, when John came back and when Punk came back, but I'm just like bro, like I ain't I ain't never been a hype before, man. So that that definitely has to be one of my favorites, like. I really feel like it might be the pay per view of the decade. I really think so. But uh Damon, what did you think about all that?
2: Man, that was amazing, bro. And it's ironic because that's been my that was my favorite non WWE pay per view since their since the very first uh all in, like the original like yeah. kind of oh, yeah. thing that sparked this whole thing. But that that this man like, when see, but when he said in that last segment when he was like there's nobody better than me that's alive or they're dead I was like oh bro yeah. don't Cole's about to come out and the rest is short but who would have thought Brian was going to come out right then dog and that was amazing and then you know I love Death triangle around here that Lucha Bros Young Bucks match was amazing and they they really put on – everybody put on a show. Everybody held it down. They still could have just axed that whole Paul White segment, but we just going to act like that didn't happen. But that was an amazing pay-per-view.
0: And yeah, I mean, like, you know, I hated that match too. But then it's like when you think about it in the general scheme of things, it kind of worked because – you know, everything was so high energy. Everybody was so hyped. So they needed something to, like, you know, get everybody calmed down a little bit. Because, you know, if they had... Well, I mean, obviously Paul White was not going to get a five-star classic out of fucking QT Marshall. Especially since he can barely walk. But, you know, they they need to die the crowd down. Because, you know, the crowd can't be there when Adam Cole and Bryan Danielson come out. You, You can't do that. But, um, in regards to that tag team match, man, um... I said this last week and I'm I'm gonna say it again. Like, I know that I hate the young bucks with the passion, but I told y'all like the the flippy dippy when the steel cage, that's when you do it. And nigga, oh my God. Oh my God. That I'm like, I was watching because somebody put a highlight of the ma- type able to match together, and I'm sitting there like, I watched this live. And it still don't feel like I actually want like there's no way that most of this match happened, man. Like when uh whichever, whichever one of the young Bucks brothers brought out that shoe with the thumbtacks, I'm just like, oh my god. So I thought it
2: was over right there. <laughs> when uh when uh when Penta stood in front of Ray and he took it to the face, I was like, Oh, that's good. Yeah. This is about to be the end of it. Yeah. And then they hit him one more time and they went for it, he kicked out again. I was like, bro. It was a oh my god, that was a classic.
0: Cause like I'm thinking, I'm like once I see the motion, first of all, that entrance was fire as hell.
2: That was really
0: fire. that shit was fire And I'm thinking, I'm like okay, they coming out and it's like the Rey Mysterio from WrestleMania 22. And I'm like yeah, they they win it for sure. But we finally got the titles off of the Young Bucks. Thank God, man. Um John, did you have anything? Any other thoughts about the show?
1: Uh, that's still a case, man. I haven't seen it yet. So
0: I you, have, you gotta watch that. I gotta watch it. Oh my God. Like I think I think it's only like 20, 22 minutes or something like that. If you're listening to this podcast, man, I don't I don't care if you're a wrestling fan or not. Just just take just take 20 minutes out your time, bro. I'm telling you. That shit was that shit was heat. And I, I genuinely mean that. But <clears throat> I'm actually only twenty minutes. Yeah, it felt and it felt like That's it was like, like thirty. <laughs> Man, I I really think that card was damn near perfect. I I really do. But uh, let's see, how are we gonna do this? Um, John, you said you somebody gave you a hot take, right?
1: Yeah, but it, it's I'm gonna say it because it's like a kind of a crazy one slash political one so uh the take is from a page tastic underscore p-a-i-g-e-t-a-s-t-i-c-c underscore on instagram and uh she stated that wnba is more entertaining
0: than the nba to be completely honest i'm not sure because i mean uh, oh i don't know i really don't know um that's 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 a tough one i mean i i love it,
2: it depends on what you call entertaining
0: yeah i mean um jesus that that is so hard because i mean they, they're both very entertaining it's just one league dunks and the other one doesn't that's the only difference really um there there's just so many players that just wow me from the wnba like sue bird diana Taurasi, you know to go Simone Augustus, sky Diggs, like Tamika catching swing cash and it's just oh that's that's hard I don't know um I don't know <laughs> yeah I, I agree with Damon I think it all depends on what specifically you call entertainment I, I can't I can't pick. but uh I mean John what would you say about it?
2: Mm,
1: I love the WNBA. I love the WNBA, but I have to disagree with that take. Let um, me just have to disagree with that take. That, um,
2: yeah,
1: NBA is more entertaining. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not gonna diss the WNBA because it's not more entertaining than the NBA.
2: That's yeah. just, that's just like right? It's like you give them the flowers of like still being a great organization. But, like, I've been watching the NBA my whole life. Yeah. And
0: I've – yeah, it's – yeah. Because it's like I don't necessarily want to sound biased towards the NBA because I've been watching it all this time. But we kind of don't have a choice. I mean, again, like, I just became a WNBA fan this year. So I, was
2: I had never watched it before.
0: Yeah, like I I had only caught a couple games here and there up until this year. So I I mean I've really been enjoying what I've been seeing, but I I think that eventually, like once I start to watch more games over the years, there may be a point where I feel as though it's true. But for now, yeah, I got to be with y'all on that. But uh did either of y'all get any other takes? Um let me check. Oh, I got one. I got one. Uh just I I literally just got this one a couple hours ago, but, I, but it says Bradley Bill's is the best shooting guard in the league. Um I don't know about that. I'm trying to think. Shooting guard, Who's shooting shooting guard? I mean, would you still consider Harden a shooting guard? Yeah, since he switched to the point this year. Um, play. Harden. Um. Really, I mean, honestly, those are the only two that I would really put over um, Bradley Bill between Harden and Clay. But then again, like, I don't know how permanent it is that Harden is going to be point guard in Brooklyn. So for the time being, I don't know if I'm going to count him or not. And then in Clay's case, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy that says, oh, well, obviously Bradley Beal's better because Clay hasn't played in two years. But we don't know for sure what we to expect from Clay Thompson when he gets back. I think he – I think he's still going to be the same Clay, but I don't know. So, um I can't. I I can't give. I can't give my answer on that take. But I, what about y'all? Mm.
1: It's understandable why Bradley Beal is, if you could say, one of the best shooting guards in the league. Um, I don't. I I think he's top five shooting guards in the league. Top one that can be a that can. I can make an argument for that because this man has been one of the best scorers in the league the past two seasons. Before COVID yeah. and this past season, this man has been hooping like crazy. Like hooping like crazy. And, and if you disagree, uh, I'm going to disagree with you, with your disagreement. Because I've literally seen it in person. I was there in the arena when there was no fans. I saw it, okay?
0: <laughs> Here we go, there's a Washington Wizards fan. No, man. I Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I definitely think Bradley Beal deserves his flowers, though. I will say that. He's definitely one of the best. If, if not the best, he's definitely up there right now. But, um... So, Damon, what do you, what exactly do you think about the take?
2: Yeah, like – kind of like what John said, you, I could definitely see where they're coming from with that. Um, I mean, like, he's never really gotten the recognition of, like – so if I'm not mistaken, he's he hasn't really – he hasn't – besides last year, he hasn't gotten into, like, the, all, the All-Star game, right? Mm.
0: Wait, because everybody
2: last year, last year. I know he got it last year, but I, I remember because um, was he. He was the player that everybody was like, "Bro, give this dude like, get this dude an All Star." But I either way,
0: him and John Wall was All Stars together. I don't
2: know. Either way, my point is, he's like averaged like thirty points a game like the last probably two or three seasons. He's very consistent. Yeah. I mean, he's literally on a. <laughs> He's not on the greatest team, so um, not a lot of people have eyes on them. But either way,
0: he he I think he's definitely top three or four. Yeah, most definitely. But no, nah, man, I mean don't 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 count on Bradley Bill, man. I know he's played on some bad teams, but you know he got Kuzma with him now. He he gonna be okay. Oh man. John, I'm sorry, but this like every every time I see it, bro. I, every time I think about it, I just got to say something, bro. I'm sorry, but that shit is still funny. <laughs> but if that's it for the hot takes, let's get into what y'all have been waiting for. And wait, did y'all want to go through y'all's first, or or should I go first? Because I I got a I got a bit, I got I got a few. We can hit yours first. Huh? All right. All right. First things first, shout out my boy RJ, you know, tapping the buffed up sports podcast. I'm telling you. But eventually, you know, RJ, I know you're listening. Eventually, we're going to figure out this guest situation. If we decide that we are going to do guests, we're going to get you on the show for sure, my guy. But shout out to RJ for giving me all of these, man. Um, First, let's let let's talk basketball. And the, oh, yeah. And for those of y'all that listen, the way we're doing this, we we did not prepare for this at all, so this is just going to be all straight off the dome. First question: Who are some NBA players you you know you can beat eat in a fight, and who are you players you're not even trying against? Um, first first person that comes to mind, as much as I do not want to say this shit, Nate Robinson, man, <laughs> I'll knock his ass out, bro. Like. You know, Nate Robinson used to be one of my biggest role models, you know, hard over height. I mean, he still is, you know, I still look up to Nate Robinson, you know, but he got his ass knocked out by Jake Paul, man. So, you know, I I think I could take him. Um, The second guy that I know for a fact I could be in a fight is the biggest pussy in the NBA, Paul George. I, I will i will take paul i will stomp paul george bro. i will cave his fucking head in call paul george is the biggest bitch in the entire nba oh yeah and patrick beverly too because all i gotta do is spray his ass with a can of Raid. that is it's that simple so pat bev nate robinson paulette that's that's easy money um but, Damon, who 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 would you say are some NBA players you know you can take for you for a fact that you could take in a fight? Um,
2: uh, so the first one, I feel, like I, could, I feel like I could I feel like I could I feel like I could do some damage to Joe Ingles. <laughs> and <laughs> and then the other one, if I was like 6'11", me, me and Christoph boxing, bro. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, one more I gotta add, bro. Cody Zeller, I'm not, bro. I I got him. I got him for sure. Well, <laughs> uh, John, who, who do you think you could take in a fight for the NBA? In the NBA, no one, no one, no, nobody. Not a single soul in the league.
1: No, because I cannot fight. I'm, dead. I'm six foot one. I weigh one hundred and fifty pounds.
0: I'm not going to win.
2: Oh, dang.
0: Hey, bro, look. Hey, man, I I, I can train bro. I, I used to box. I, I can train bro. We need we you right. Oh, uh, drill, black belt. Hey, bro, I ain't no black belt, bro.
2: You can
1: train bro. me however you want in boxing, karate, and play, <laughs> jiu-jitsu. I will still lose hey bro i mean granted
0: like, half
2: the half the nba players are six foot 11 and one hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, so weight wise you're not you're
0: not you're not yeah, far you know off. you you weigh you weigh more than most nba players y'all in the same weight class i weigh 250 not 250 i'm skinny bro i stay know.
2: i stand by i stand by my statement
0: <laughs> <laughs> look bro all we gotta do get you a little technique man as long as long as nobody picks you up you good Cause if they get you, if you if they get you off your feet, yeah, you with the wool, bro. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that's curtain. That's curt- <laughs> that's curtains, bro. <laughs> Listen, bro, if, they, if somebody try to pick you up, bro, they they gonna perk angle go your ass. I'm sorry. Nah, yeah, bro. Close the curtains. That's all. But on that note, some players that I'm not even gonna try. And let me just say this for the record, and I'm gonna say this, and it's so many different people, but I'm just gonna put it in one category. Any NBA player from the 80s or early 90s, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Them motherfuckers fought on a daily basis, on a nightly, every single game they was throwing hands. Larry Bird was throwing hands. The Bad Boys was throwing hands. Fucking um, Charles Oakley was knocking people out. No, 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 no. And then another dude, um, I don't remember what era he played in, I don't remember what, um, Kermit Washington, you know, the have y'all, wait, have y'all heard that story? Kermit Washington? I
2: don't
0: Yo, think so. Uh, y'all, y'all heard of Rudy Tomjanovich? Yeah, yeah, Kermit Washington. Yeah. yeah. punched the crap out of him. Hey, bro, because that, <laughs> that story is not funny at all, bro. <laughs> he literally punched This man hit him so hard. The arena straight up thought this man got shot. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Like, bro. I I, I know, bro.
2: Like, if that man...
0: Listen. If this man had fluid leaking from his skull... Spine. Like, bro. This man had fluid. This man rocked him so hard that not only did the crowd think he got shot, but there was blood and spinal fluid on the courts. If this man hits me one time, I don't care how old he is, it's over. I'm good. And then uh let's see. Ron Artest slash Metal World Peace slash Meta Artest, whatever, whatever the fuck his name is. Um no. I I will I I will walk on a bed of nails before I allow that man to come anywhere near me. Okay. He already got, he already low-key probably got B for me because I'm from Detroit. So I'm good. Okay. That man hates Detroit. Detroit hates him. Like I remember um I went to the big three games a few years ago, like when I think it was their first season. And you know, he came out, the whole crowd get the boom. Not even five minutes later, he gets called for a foul. And you know what this motherfucker did? And within five minutes of game time, within five minutes of the event starting, this man grabs the ball and kicked that bitch into the fucking stands and got ejected. And y'all think I won't smoke with him, I'm smooth. I'm good. I'm no, no, thank you. But, uh John, since you said that there was no player that you think you could take, what about the players that you think you could – you know for a fact you couldn't take in a fight, the ones that you know for a fact would beat your ass? All of them would beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All of them would. <laughs> Be honest. Everybody would. Hey, man. I, I really think that – uh, what's, what's the uh... – that white dude in OKC, the skinny one, like Pugo or Pogo, oh, Pogo Yeah, I think I think you could take him. Y'all y'all the same build. No. <laughs> no. Bro,
2: He's, he just palm his skull. <laughs> Pogo's
0: like seven one. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, nah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you could probably take Don Maker. What me? Or oh, yeah. no. me you? Don Maker no
2: <laughs> no no. Don Maker just as big. <laughs>
1: What's did Maker in that uh fight where it bro, was? The fight? What
0: is Don Maker good Australia? at? I don't think Don Maker's good at anything, bro. You did? I, you, I, did you
1: see the fight where it was uh the Philippines versus uh New Zealand? I mean not not New Zealand, uh Australia.
0: No, and I think like, so. Oh, I feel yeah, like that, I've yeah. heard
1: that. So, it was, like, Australia and the Philippines, and then it was, like, the World Cup qualifier, and it was a big fight. Like, Australia was fighting, like, Philippines, and the Philippines, they were jumping everybody. And then Thawmaker he ran the fight, and he was he was jump-kicking everyone, like, jump and kick them in the air. Thawmaker. Really.
0: Maker. Yes.
1: Search it up. Search Thon it up. Thawmaker.
0: The- <laughs> yes,
1: Thawmaker. Maker.
0: Hold up, bro. Nah, I... The Pistons legend Thon maker?
2: Yeah, oh the one
1: that God. went uh 50-40-90 this season.
2: 50-49. <laughs> Who'd he take three shots? <laughs> wait, did he actually go 50-40-90?
1: Yeah, it was on Twitter. Wait, oh
0: wait, 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 wait. Nigga, he went 50-0-90. I could have. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Ooh. That man played eight games. It shot fifty-five percent from the field, zero on three, and ninety-one percent from the free throw line, bro. <laughs> Did he? shoot? And this work? man. This man averaged three points a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, Damon, who who would you not take, bro? As soon
2: as you said that, five people immediately came without even and without even a thought in my mind. Okay, so either the Morris twins, um, Z-bo oh and, yeah. and Marcus Smart,
0: <laughs> yeah, no question.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, and Charles Oakley, Charles Oakley. That's how. It
0: <sighs> is. Yeah, I'm I'm good on anybody from the Indies or not. Actually, oh, this is low key a hot take. I feel like I could take Jordan. I feel like I could take Michael Jordan. I really okay. do. Jordan. I really, I really feel like I could take Jordan, man. Look, he can drop 60 on my fucking head. I don't care. He can take it personally and score 60 points on me. I don't give a fuck. But I honestly feel like if I tried. Well, I mean, of course I could be Michael Jordan as today. Um, I'm trying to find a year because I, I wouldn't say in his prime. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna
2: just tell you right now, dog. That is not happening. I'm, I'm
0: gonna say, I'm gonna say rookie. I'm gonna say rookie Mike. I think I could take rookie Mike in a fight. I, I think I could take rookie Mike. No. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Damon the next question first. The next question that R.J. sent me was, "What's the one team you wish you were a part of? Like what? You, like what specific season?" what team i was a part of wait what do you mean by that like what nba team would you wish you had been a part of like you know like the 2016 warriors 96 bulls 04 piss or something like that like you wish oh, you had been a oh. member of the team um
2: so this kind of like off like you know obviously like i would want to win a championship and stuff but just for, like, the culture and, like, what was going on, like, I would have loved to have been on the team of the, uh, the grit and grind Grizzlies. Yeah, that was The culture of that team was just so fire. Yeah, that would have been dope to be a part of that team.
0: Yeah, I, I, I that was going to be my pick, too. But if I had to pick a title contender, um, you know I got to go with the 0-4 Pistons, man, like. For one, you know, I was only four when it happened, but I was, I still lived to see that title. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't see myself on the bad boys. So, um, you know, that, that, that's not really, that don't really fit me too much. You know, I'll, I'll swing on people on the court if I need to, but, you know, not, not just doing it just because. So I got to go with the old four Pistons, the grit and grind, Grizzlies. Um, the We Believe Warriors, too, from, like, 2007, because I know, like, they didn't win a championship, but, like, the hype around them was real. You know, they had Baron Davis, uh, AK-47. I think, yeah, Monte Ellis was on that team, too. And they they were some dogs, man. So, th- those are my three. But, uh John, if you had to pick three NBA teams that you wish you could have been a part of, what would they be? Three NBA teams
1: I wish I could be a part of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first one is uh, 2009, 2000, 2009, 2010. No, no, wait, 2008, 2009. And uh, 2009, 2010, Los Angeles Lakers, when it went back to back. I always wanted to be a teammate of Kobe. When I was a little kid, I always wanted to play with the Lakers. So, those are two teams that i wanted to like be a part of and uh, a team i want to be another team i want to be a part of was uh, this past uh this past season of wizards uh when we got shut down with covid uh i thought like okay since you know we don't have enough players on the team i actually thought like okay you know they might need an emergency player but they got uh, Jordan Bell and uh, Alex Lynn.
0: Oh, yeah, another team that I – actually, let me think. I'm going to come up with a, my own question based on this one. What team could you replace an place a player on that play like shit and actually do better? And for me – I'm gonna say the 2020 to 2021 Philadelphia 76ers. Now the playmaking and the defense will go down drastically. But if you replace me with Benjamin, we're gonna make we gonna make our free throws. I'll tell you that. I'll I'll school like and you give me all of Benjamin's free throws, I'll make all of the bitches. Like, I'm like again, like the playmaking, I mean. Ooh, do I do I really want to sacrifice playmaking? Well, we can't. I I we we could have beat Atlanta. They they could have beat Atlanta. You know Benjamin would do what he was fucking supposed to do. Also, I wouldn't pass up a layup or dunk on Trey Young. I'm sorry, but yeah, I I I think I could replace Ben Simmons and Philly would have won that series. But uh, John, who who do you think you could replace? from what team and the result would be different? Uh,
1: I would not replace anybody in the NBA because I am not good enough to be in the NBA. And if I was in the NBA, we would lose every game. We would go 0-82. We would not qualify for the playoffs. We would be in the draft lottery, hoping that we get the number one pick <laughs> in the draft. And if we don't, Everybody on NBA Twitter would be laughing at the organization that I play for. Are,
0: are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just are, are, you, are you okay? Because you, it just seems like so, something is going on with your self-confidence today. And it is hurting me, man. Like, you, no, no, you no, no, think no, no, no. every NBA player could beat your ass. <laughs> now you think you couldn't take nobody's spot. Like, bro, are you okay? I
1: am fine. I'm fine. I know what I am. Okay. I know what I am. I know what I'm capable of, and what I'm also not capable of. I'm totally confident with that. I'm okay. I have validation for myself. I love myself. I know what I can do. I know what I cannot do. I've seen what it takes to get in the NBA. It is hard to get in the NBA. Very hard. So I. So I know I'm definitely not going to be in the NBA. Also, I know if I'm in the NBA, I wouldn't would even be playing. And if you play me the game, we will be down by 20, 30 points. And we will lose every game in the season, in the regular season, even preseason too. And we'll be praying to God that we get the number one pick in the draft lottery. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> you know what? You
0: know what? see i wasn't even i wasn't even gonna try to hold you today and then you just hold yourself oh my god (laughs) but damon is there anybody in the league that you think you could replace them and do their job better and the results will be different okay so
2: we're gonna since since john's being very (laughs) literal (laughs) um if Okay, so I'm going to say if I was hypothetically a MBA level version of myself, how I play right now, I wish I could replace, what year was that? Let me make sure. I, 2017 Carmelo Anthony on the Thunder.
0: And, oh, my. I knew you were going to say that.
2: And I'll uh-huh. say this, because uh-huh. that dude would not, and I repeat, would not do what was best for the team, and that cost us not only – because I was with Paul George, and we all know Paul George going to do Paul George. But Paul George, the first half of that season, was playing an MVP-level game, so I can't even knock that. But in the playoffs, my man's Carmelo Anthony shot like three for 15 in like every game, and that that simply cannot, cannot happen. I'm gonna facilitate the ball. I'm gonna give that hustle. If I need to come off the bench, like I'll do it. But I'm not gonna throw a fit because I can't start. So, wait, is that the
0: year? That, is is that the year that goes to Utah? Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. Look, man, look, rookie Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> from what I heard from Paulette, Paul Paulette said this himself. So I don't know how true this is, but basically the reason that. Melko and OKC didn't work is because Billy Donovan didn't plan for Melo to get traded to OKC. And after that, he didn't try to make it make a fit. That
2: doesn't surprise me because Billy Donovan's a fucking goof.
0: Hey, man. Oh, man. OK, John. So so since Damon responded that way, I'm going to ask it to you that way. If you had NBA-level talent with what your skill set is, basketball-wise, if you do have a skill set, because I ain't seen you hoop, so I don't know, and I haven't heard stories. But if you were NBA-level talent, whose spot would you take? Somebody who was a liability in the NBA, whose spot would you take in a pivotal moment and make the team better? If I had NBA-level talent?
1: Yeah. Uh, I would have to take someone's spot. It would have to be and I don't know. I really
2: don't
1: know. Uh I really don't know, but I could say Ben Simmons when it comes to shooting.
2: Yeah, so, that's a low hanging fruit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, uh, either of y'all get some NBA related questions.
2: Nah, bro, nobody was uh, tapping in with me.
1: But um, I saw something on Twitter. Now we we gotta talk about like we just have to. Uh did y'all see uh Rasheed Wallace on uh the Gilly the Kids podcast? Nah, what do (laughs) you say? He said that uh Kevin Durant like wouldn't be as a good of a score as he is if he played in like in his era.
0: I don't Um, think I agree with that. I don't, I don't, I look, I love she, but, um, yeah, I mean, I get Kevin Durant skinny and all, but I'm like, KD gonna get a fucking bucket, Mm -hmm. you know? I know the game has gotten soft, but KD gonna get a fucking bucket. (laughs) Like, I got something else to talk about
2: this (sighs) too. What? Um, you see, they, um, released the top five players
0: for the NBA this year. They did it?
2: Unfortunately, yes, they did.
0: Wait a minute. The real question is who who's list is this?
2: Uh like I think it was ESPNs <laughs> or sideline sources. Oh my God. It was number one was um, KD, two was Giannis, three was LeBron, and then four was Curry. And then five was Jokic. They we put LeBron over. Yes, bro. We gotta stop putting. I,
0: I Lebron's listen, a great player. Listen, we
2: gotta stop doing. This, y'all.
0: Listen to so all the Bronze sexuals in the fucking world. Let me let me just say this right now. As much as and y'all know, I love Lebron. We all do. Lebron is not top three anymore, and it's okay. He's aging. He's had an amazing career, bro. Let it go. Let it go. How how the hell does Steph Curry not surpass LeBron at in in regards to current play? Are you fucking crazy? Why is the MVP not
2: over LeBron? (laughs)
0: Literal MVP. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, huh? Like, Like, I I don't understand why people hate LeBron, but I don't understand the dick suckers either. Like this man, as great as he is. Steph Curry averaged, what, 35-5-5, five and five, was close to 50-40-90, had a 62-point fucking game. What, what more did he have to do? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, wait, 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 wait. He carried Golden State, that yep. was supposed to be a bottom fucking seed, to the eighth seed, and had it not been for the refs, they would have been eat the Lakers, and they would have played a Phoenix in the first round. But LeBron's better than, I mean, of course, all time. Duh! Like, come on now. Like, there was you. You could really could have made a case that Steph should have won MVP last year. It wouldn't have, but you really could have made a case. Absolutely. And you know, again, as much as I love LeBron, hell, LeBron was injured. He didn't play much. He didn't play.
2: The man can simply not play the game understand. of basketball. Speaking of Stephen A, that's something else. Did y'all see what he said on uh on Hot ninety seven? Nah, what
0: what 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 clown shit did he say now?
2: Um, so he he actually, actually asked him about the Max Kellerman stuff. So he actually like responded to it. So Ebro was like, so he's like, obviously, like, there's the rumors, like, about Max Kellerman, and they're saying, like, you, like, wanted him off the show, so, like, what's the truth to the matter, and he basically was like, yeah, so I'm gonna, you know, talk to about the rumors right now, and the rumors are true, I want him off the show, it's, he was like, it's nothing personal, it's not like I don't like him or anything, he's like, I, I've been doing this a long time, and, I don't like being dormant in my career. And when I joined First Take, it wasn't. and They were almost going to cancel it. But when I got on, it became number one. And then when Max came on, it kept being number one. And we've been doing this a long time. And the last few years, I've been asking him, like, hey, you should move on to do something else. Because I know your talents could be used somewhere else. Because we want I want to go, keep going a new direction with the show. And he's like, I've been asking ESPN, too. And they all have been in disagreements, but I guess this time they finally were like, okay, and they he's gone now.
0: Wow. Um that's that's quite a bit to unpack. I
2: was like, hey, I mean, um, at least he's honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, at least he's been honest. Um I mean. Personally, like, I stopped watching First Take a long time ago pretty much because of the both of them. Because, you know, Mr. I Want Equal Dollar, you know, I mean. That's
2: being pointed at, Eric. Give me equal dollar.
0: um, Stephen (laughs) A., you know, he he said some clown shit over the years. Um, I I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you know shout out to max Kellerman. he's off to you know presumably bigger and better so you know shout out to him um let me think actually matter of fact let me ask y'all this do y'all think michael irvin is gonna make the show better kind of i agree i
2: think kind of yeah because i mean stephen a is kind of like a like, I, I, would, I would say, obviously, like, his most, he's most known for basketball. But outside of basketball, he's kind of, like, I know a little bit about everything. But outside of basketball, he doesn't really excel. Yeah. Ex- like, but I think Michael Urban will bring, like, a better football intake. And he's got a good personality. But I, I guess.
0: <laughs> y- y'all know how loud that show is going to be? <laughs> like, man.
2: What if they combine them and uh undisputed and they just had a just a round table?
0: Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That would be one of the most entertaining but worst moments in sports television history. Can you and whatever show Mike Ryan
2: Hollins is on?
0: Listen, because Mike, no, because Ryan, wait, he's actually like on a show full time. I don't know. I just know
2: he's a goober.
0: Bro. Just imagine Ryan Hollins, Kendrick Perkins, Stephen A., Michael Irvin, Skip, Skip and fucking Shannon, Infant. all in the same room on the same show, at the same time. <laughs> oh, no. I would pay the for that. Of that I would, bro, bro, yeah, man, I would pay top dollar, bro. Speaking of Kendrick Perkins, bro. So, 2K, t- today, you know, it's Friday. It's 2K day. Nobody even, like, 2K is so out of it. Nobody even knew the game was coming out today. I've seen a select few people by 2K. Not that many. It
2: came out today. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, you know, they dropped the mark for trailer. I think it was either yesterday or Wednesday. Well, they, they showed the behind the scenes. And do you know who I see? I An saw K twenty two. Conducting a, I don't know if it was conducting an interview with whoever the new, whatever the new my player's nickname is. Kendrick fucking Purpose. <sighs> you know, there were so many other options they could have went with. So many. The L, they could have brought Rachel Demeter back. <sighs> Y'all put Kendrick Purpose in. <sighs> Kendrick Perkins shouldn't even be in the game as a playable character. He shouldn't. And you're giving him speaking roles? Like, this is like Deion Waiters in 2K15 levels of what the fuck. If you know, you know. If not, just just search up Dion Waiters 2K15, and it'll tell the whole fucking story. I'm telling you, that shit is straight comedy. Hey, man, I, I
2: want to know why you are playing bad in this game, man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> You're wrong. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but moving from basketball into these wrestling questions again. Shout out RJ. Um Ooh, I like this question. John, I'm going to ask you first. At this point in time, is AEW better than what TNA was at its prime?
1: Ooh, is AEW better than prime TNA?
2: Ooh. You know what? I think not necessarily right now,
1: but if AEW keeps the moment like either increases the momentum that they have, I think they will be better than prime TNA.
0: As somebody who is one of the biggest fans of prime TNA. I'm going to have to give the slight is to AEW because mm. like, as of right now, like, you know, all out just happened and that shit was fucking crazy. And then like all of the things that they've done within the past two years, like their roster is, I, I think they have a much better roster. Um, you know, like they have Cole, the rest of the elite, Moxley, brian danielson um mjf darby and then like the thing about prime tna is that they had their homegrown stars but it wasn't that many like the the names that just automatically come to mind are aj daniels joe kazarian and i'm trying to think of a fifth and that's really it because like a lot of those guys, like, I don't want to do the whole egg to WWE thing, because y'all know that shit is stupid. But, I mean, Perk Angle was there. Booker T was there. Kevin Nash was there. Christian was there. Um, I don't know if you want to include, you want to count Jeff Jarrett, but, hell, Jeff Jarrett started the damn company. So, I got to give this the slightest to AEW. But, Dana, what do you think? Yeah, I think
2: I'm. I'll build off what, um, what John said. I think that right now is a critical part of um, how big AEW can be. Um, AEW's had a really loyal fan base amongst themselves since they came. They since they came about, you know, they've had their, you know, their big stars. You know, Jericho brought a lot of eyes in. You know, Sting and they've had a few guys come in that have really like kind of lifted it up. But right now, at All Out, you have all these people come in. You got some huge, huge people. The world was watching in wrestling. And right now, they got to build. They got to go right now. They got to keep this momentum. And obviously, it's not just going to die, but, you know, everybody's watching for them now. You got to, they got to bounce up. And I think they can pass their pass
0: in uh, TNA easily. Yeah, so so you so you on the point of where they can, but they're not there yet. I think they're there,
2: basically. I think okay.
0: by the ne- I think by the next pay per view they can do it. But for sure, for sure. Um, the next question is somewhat related, and is how long before AEW takes over WWE if if ever? And I say give it three, four years. Because, I mean, the way things are going right now, it's looking like Vince might go bankrupt. And, you know, he keep releasing people, even though they got all this money. And if they don't have no wrestlers, they can't have no shows. Because, like, you know, I think they they made... I forgot who said it, but they're supposed to be releasing more NXT talent for the NXT rebrand. And I've just seen some, some, some names pop up. And... Okay, I'm gonna just say the names that I've seen on the chopping block. Johnny Gargano and Champa. And I'ma just leave it at those two. If they actually somehow, for God knows why, release two people that were part of was partially responsible for one of the greatest periods in NXT. The company is going to die that fucking day. And let's not forget, there's also reports that Kevin Owens' contract is going to expire a little earlier. And he might leave. And save his name. Oh, shit. See, here's the thing. You know, if it wasn't for copyright reasons, I would really play Dance by Amigos right now. Because them niggas in trouble. <laughs> so um again like if, if, it, if, it, if it wasn't for copyright reasons I would play it right now but they in trouble for real but uh Damon do you think that they'll take over and if they you think they will when will it be um
2: I think aew can take over hmm. i think okay let me let me rephrase it I think AEW can get big enough to where they're just as mainstream as WWE, but just because of how ingrained WWE is, I don't think anyone can really take a pass over WWE. Um, But AEW can run mainstream, though. Because people, I've been, it's really crazy because ever since All Out, I've been seeing a lot of AEW references from, like, major sports teams and stuff. Like, literally the other day, like, the mascot for uh, – who's in season? Uh, it was a baseball team, and they, like uh, – or no, it was a football team. It was a football team. There was a football guy, and they, like, trucked the other mascot over, and they, like, took the ball, and they're, like, the belt collector – so it's like they're like, they're, it, it's becoming more mainstream. So I was like, I think it can become mainstream, but I think WWE will always have that biggest name. But also, just to chip in this really quick, Marcus Gasol just got traded from the Lakers to the Grizzlies. Say what? Uh, Marcus Gasol got traded from the Lakers to the Grizzlies. What they they traded him for. They traded him in a second uh, second round in 2024 for the rights to this guy. I don't know how to say his name and uh 10 million dollars. So they just took 10 million. They got 10 million put it back on their books.
0: Not they traded him for cash. But I mean, hey, he's he's reunited and he's going back. Yeah, they basically said he was Memphis. going back
2: to spend more time in Spain. No, that's crazy.
0: Um, but, John, do you think AEW will take over WWE? And if they do, when?
2: Hmm.
1: when? If AEW will take over WWE, if WWE keeps on fucking up like they're doing Monday Night Raw, AEW will take over WWE. Now, how long would that take? I would say five years. I would say five years because The Khan family, the family that owns AEW, they they have a lot of money. They are billionaires. So they will keep investing in AEW and will do whatever it takes to expand it. Now, I understand they're a new company, but I think they will expand their marketing to across many different nations around the world uh from europe asia uh the middle east if they expand in asia in the middle east and africa wwe's they're in trouble because right now wwe they got the international market but if aew expand to the international market then
0: i'm praying for wwe i'm praying for vince speaking of vince Second to last question, oh, and by the way, everybody, uh, Damon had to tap out, so it was just me and John. But second to last question I got, and I'm going to answer this first, and I'm going to word this a little differently. Will Vince McMahon die in the chair? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. I do not want him to, but he will. He um, will. I just don't realistically see anybody else that could take over. You know, I would like Triple H to take over, but they they just took NXT away from him pretty much. So I don't see it. Um pipe bomb. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. That that is so harsh to say, but unfortunately, that's looking like that might be the truth. Pipe bomb. But uh, John, do you think Vince will die in the chair? Uh, yeah, I think he will die
1: as the chairman, chairman of WWE. Um, that's that's Vince. Vince loves this business. He loves this company. Um, there, I understand. Like people are saying, like there's rumors that he might sell WWE to Disney. I pray to God that he does not, because that is not the Vince McMahon that we know of from just watching on TV and just reading all the wrestling rumors and reports uh, back, that what he does backstage. So I hope he doesn't sell WWE to Disney. And, um, and I, I, the Vince McMahon that I know of would be the chairman until he passes away.
0: Hey man, don't don't do Disney like that, bro. Look, shout out Disney. If y'all know, you know, I, I interned with Disney over the summer. Great experience. You know that I, I I'm and besides my bias with Disney, man, think about this, right? At WrestleMania 40, what if we get John Cena versus I don't know, I, I just somebody random, but he got Mickey Mouse in his corner as a manager. That should be heat. And you know it would be heat. It sounds so stupid, but you know it would be heat because they could have it at they could have it at they could have WrestleMania at well, Walt Disney World or Disneyland. And think about that. You know how many people will show up? How a lot much of people, money they will make. Okay, you do have a point. A lot of people
1: will show up, and a lot of people will make you know that type of money. But also, real wrestling fans they're going to be disassociated with that. They're not yeah, no country country. Country. Because you got real wrestling wrestling fans that put, you know, they invest into the wrestling industry. And when they see, you know, Mickey Mouse and Kermit the Frog and, and uh what what's what's the other the pig girl from the Sesame Street? Uh Picky, whatever her name is. When he like I remember when uh yeah Kermit the Frog hosted like Monday Night Raw one time and wrestling fans were like, what the fuck? So we don't want to see like you know cartoon characters and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and you know Goofy and Donald Duck and Daffy Duck. As much as I love Goofy, but it wouldn't make sense to like implement them in WWE. I better not see Frozen in WWE. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! If I ever went to a WWE show and they had fucking Olaf come out, bro, I lose my shit. I no 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 no. But in all seriousness, though, I think the move could work, but they have to like, they have to move it to TV fourteen, because you know, I mean, Disney Disney has some PG thirteen TV fourteen. They haven't. They, as far as I know, there hasn't been any rated R content yet. But I mean, they keep expanding, so who knows? But they they have to get out of this PG thing for sure. I'm I'm sorry, but like, I need to see some blood or something, like a little a little bit of blood. Um, you, you you let them say shit on it on national television more often. I don't know. I mean, they say bitch. Let them say shit. You know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but I I I, we both really think that Vince is gonna die in the chair. And then this is a follow-up question, the final question of this episode. John, how confident are you that the company will stay within the family?
2: Mm,
0: Would WWE stay within
2: the family? I
1: hope it will I hope it does. I'm I'm confident that it will stay because. If Vince McMahon lets it go or he passes away, it would definitely go to Stephanie and Triple H. Uh Younger me a few years ago, like when I was 10, I would say I want the company to go to Shane McMahon because I like Shane McMahon more than Stephanie McMahon. But um I think we'll go to Triple H and uh, Stephanie and then uh after tribulation, Stephanie, it will be their kids, and then so on and so on. So it would it would definitely stay within the family.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I don't see anybody else that could potentially even take over. Um, I don't know what Nick Khan has been doing, but he needs to be fired because he's been doing dumb shit. Yep. Um, but honestly, I mean, I don't know what kind of a good job Stephanie could do in Vince's position. But I've seen what Triple H can do, like, as far as, like, creative-wise. So I think that it would be better for them to get it. You know, CM Punk pretty much said it would be – it would go to them. But he said it negatively. Um, We'll see. We, We will definitely see. But I definitely think that it would be somewhat in the company's best interest to stay with the McMahons despite all of the trouble that comes with the McMahon's. Cause I, I literally don't see anybody else. Cause it's like either the McMahon stay in charge or Tony Khan buys them out. That's 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 it. Like that's that's literally how it was gonna go. When Vince McMahon does eventually pass away, they're either going to have to give it to Stephanie and Triple H or Tony Khan is gonna buy WWE. That there's there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Because there's there's gonna be no other choice. Like who 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 would actually take over? I'm trying to think. Nobody. So it's either Stephanie and Triple H or Tony Khan. And that is my final answer. And you know if they're gonna do the whole competition thing, quote unquote, I think it's better to just keep it in keep it in the family. I think I think it's a better business move to keep it in the family for them. But if that is it? That is gonna do it for this episode of Hooplex. Again, thank you guys for helping us get to this 1K plus plays. Man, I didn't really see it coming, but. It happened because of y'all, and you know I got. Of course, I got to shout out the guys again: John, Damon, and Jalen. Man, they have all been great. Like y'all don't tap in for me; <laughs> y'all tap in for them. And but like all seriousness though, thank you guys so much for real. Um, keep tapping in. Um, we're still discussing if we're gonna do guests or not. Um, probably gonna officially get that figured out this week. We do have some people that we do have in mind that we would love to have on the show. Um, If there's anybody that you would want to have on the show, just let us know because we, I mean, we're, we're still talking about it, but I'm pretty sure we are going to have guests. So if you're listening and you think you might want to hop on, or you know, somebody that might want to hop on, reach out, let us know. Um, We are getting back to officially finally actually putting the hot takes on our Instagram stories. So if you have a hot take, whether it's good or bad, just drop it. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, uh, the stats look great, but I, we will actually want to hear from you. So just leave us a review, tell us what you think about the podcast. And with that being said, we will see you guys next week.